Welcome to episode one of the fanciest podcast with my co-host Devin or Cuddly Dragon. I don't know how do you want to go by Cuddly Dragon. Cuddly Dragon. Cuddly Devin. Dragon. All right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Everybody knows who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows who you are. Um, this is a video I've been putting off for a while now for many reasons, mostly because um, this is very hard to talk about. Like, I'm my heart is just beating like like crazy right now um but i kind of have to like i feel like i have to and i know some people are like oh we do whatever you're comfortable with you know you don't have to make this video but at the same time um i get a question like every at least a couple people asking me every week what happened where's the podcast either on the youtube channel or on the podcast channel or twitter and that was before I even said anything. It was just because I deleted half of the Tales from Retail videos. And that was over a million views gone like that. Um, in fact, I was shocked that it was that many views that just disappeared. Um, but I mean, if you look at my social blade, like you'll see like video views. And then like this month, it's like, or last month, whenever I did it, it went into like negative a million something. Because when you privatize or delete videos like I did, it removes them from your total views on YouTube. I didn't know that. Um, but it's pretty obvious that something happened because suddenly all of the Back to the Futon episodes are gone. Half the Tales from Retail stuff is gone. So I thought I would take the first episode of this new podcast because I am officially discontinuing the Back to the Futon podcast because of who I created it with. And I want to completely disassociate everything from him i want to remove his name from the internet i want nothing to do with him and i also want to uh be honest with you guys of who this person really was that we all thought was just like a funny person with like a raunchy sense of humor and it's like oh that eric he's you know being shitty with women again uh i didn't quite know the scale at which that was like it, it wasn't even just affecting me personally come to find out that um he had actually been soliciting nudes from fans and sexting fans while in his own committed relationship for years um i didn't know that until recently i recently had some fans come forward after all of this happened and they told me hey i mean i I was thinking of telling you, I was thinking of warning you that this is the type of person he is. Um, with a lot of these women, he stopped talking to them once they stopped sending him nudes. So again, he just uses people and then moves on. And, you know, I thought that was just isolated to him not wanting relationships with people and that he would tell people ahead of time, like, hey, I'm not looking for a relationship. He just wanted to sleep around. But this also was going on while he was in a relationship and when I was in a relationship. And there's plenty of reason to believe that he might have cheated on his past girlfriend with mine while they were still together. So let me just start out because this is, this is a lot to talk about. And I never want to talk about it again. Um, so if you would please, this is it. This is it. This is the only time I'm ever going to talk about this. If anybody asks me what happened, I'm just going to send this episode. I never ever want to talk about this again. I want these people completely out of my lives because 
all right my life because they're just this is by far the worst relationship i've ever had in my entire life and this is the fourth time i've been cheated on and i'm 29 i thought i was fucking done with this because i'm not we're not kids anymore okay we have adult jobs we have paid off cars we're either car payments so we've got rent we gotta pay like we have real responsibilities you think you'd be over this shit after high school this high school drama bullshit where you think you don't really know what you want and you're 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 fucking around with other people um at least that's that was what my hope was and that's why i chose um jay to be the first person that i would finally start actually trusting but okay um real quick i need a drink of water it's okay man you've been doing all the talking so far it's understandable okay <sighs> okay i'm gonna start because like i said this is so much i'm gonna start with how i found out now this how i found out started about three months ago because i i went to texas roadhouse with uh jay bell and eric and something about that specific night got something going in my brain i mean i had always not really trusted eric but i never thought he was capable of something like this um, I had always not really liked how close they were as friends. I always thought it was a little bit too much. But I trusted that she would tell me the truth if something was actually amiss. Um, so I, we, went to excuse me, we went to dinner and it was kind of normal. He seemed a little bit weird. And then we went back home. He didn't come with us. And that night... As I was going to bed, I woke up at like three in the morning and I was drenched in sweat. And I normally have these gut feelings whenever I've been in these relationships. I have a voice in my head that tells me that something might not be right. And for the entire time I've been with Jay, or when I was with Jay, um, I mean, I had that feeling a lot but it was never strong enough to get past that point where I was just going to check her phone. I didn't want to be that guy anymore because I'd been that guy in the past. And yes, I had been right so many times, but I wanted to trust her. I wanted to believe her. And I knew that if I didn't trust her, then why should I be with her in the first place? But that particular night, I had a voice that I swear to God was not my own voice. Screaming, like it was like, loud and clear check that phone and that's so strange to me because i it, it didn't sound like the normal internal dialogue that we have like you know you have your own voice in your head like you can you, you'll be thinking about things oh yeah sometimes it tells you things um and this did not sound like that usual voice that was the strangest thing so i checked and I saw text messages mostly from him um, that were very flirty and then a couple that were very sexual. But the way she had manipulated these messages made it look like she didn't respond. So there were lots of holes in conversations. There were lots of things. Some of them looked natural, 
like maybe she just ignored him and then they talked about something else but a lot like some of them just looked sketchy a lot of deleted messages yes and i regret my next action which was to immediately confront her because it's 3 a.m i'm drenched in sweat i'm shaking and i am now reading for the fourth time in my life the girl that i was in love with that i thought was in love with me was not actually committed to our relationship was actually disloyal and backstabbing me but again i didn't have anything sexual on her end back to him i didn't have anything like that i didn't have any hard evidence i didn't have any pictures i didn't have anything that pointed to a hundred percent physical things going on so i confronted her and i wish i hadn't i wish i had said nothing and then monitored their texts from then on or done something because I confronted her. She told me that nothing happened between them, that he was flirty and then it graduated to sexual comments, but she didn't want to ruin our friendship and she didn't want to not be his friend anymore because she really did enjoy having him as a friend overall, except for that. And I guess I just kind of bought it. Like I, I wanted to believe her so badly because I just could not see her doing this to me because I, again, I'd been through this so many different times. I had told her about it at the very beginning of our relationship, what I'd been through. And I, I have ever since like the first time I've been cheated on, I tell people when I first start dating them, if you want to fuck somebody else, leave me no hard feelings. I'll feel like shit, but I'll get over it. If you cheat on me and you don't tell me and I find out later and you string me along, I'm going to feel so much worse. It -hmm. is so much more painful because it means you've been dedicating time to a relationship that was not going to go anywhere. It wasn't real. As soon as that Mm -hmm. person cheats, that relationship is dead. And everything after that is just a lie. So I was hoping that she was being honest with me, but I wanted to talk to Eric. So the next day I went and talked to him in person and I was hoping that she would not say anything to him before I talked to him because I didn't want him to know that I knew anything. So I didn't want him to start coming up with a story. I didn't want him to think about it ahead of time. But she had already contacted him. And she told me all she said was, like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Um, Austin knows exactly, like, what you did. And, yeah, and that's all she said that she said to him. And he swore up and down that there was nothing physical. He swore up and down that it was all his fault. She didn't do anything wrong. Don't end the relationship because she's already been through a lot in her life. And we we didn't deserve to lose our relationship over his mistakes. Those were his words. And he's like sobbing to me this whole time. He's crying. He's apologizing. He's saying he's such a terrible person and he's trying to work on being a better person. And he even said that 
he would would love to still be my friend. He said that he was going to be Eric 2.0, as he called it, and be a completely better person, never do this again, never talk to her again. And if I wanted to be his friend again, that he would like help me build up that trust again. Now, I told him maybe because he was sobbing and telling me about how awful like it is in his brain and how he's constantly feeling alone and isolated and how he can't relate to anybody and how he breaks up with people when they start developing feelings for him because he gets so scared. He essentially played the victim and tried to make himself look as good as possible. And I just chose to believe them. Now, there was always that little bit of doubt in my head because these are two people that have been lying to me for what I understood over a year is what I had gotten from the timeline so far at this point. It had been about a year since he had been flirty and weird. Um, actually, no, no. I think even at that time, I knew it had been about two years that he had been flirty and weird. And I kept saying, I'm like, I, I can't believe for the life of me that you guys did not do anything. But they both swore up and down. And I, I didn't understand at this point, <laughs> excuse me, I don't understand at this point why Eric would lie to me. It didn't make any sense. It felt like to me he had nothing to lose because he knew that I probably wasn't going to be his friend anyway. And he had nothing to gain by lying to me. I didn't understand it. It was very strange that he lied to me until the very end. Like the fact that he lied to my face again, which I should have believed, like, you know, believed was possible because he'd been doing it for so long in the first place. But I just believed his story. Anyway, hold on. It's okay. <sighs> this is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Flash forward two months later. Um, I was no longer really talking to Eric. Um, he like occasionally messaged me about like random stuff. Um, I was just trying to be civil. I was trying to be friendly. I wasn't being mean. Um, throughout all of this, I was not mean to either of them. Um, and I'm, I'm not a violent person, even after all of this. Like, I've never hit anyone, ever. Um, Good. And, I mean, I, I never will. I mean, like, if I were to, I would have at this point. Like, <laughs> like, what else would push somebody to do that besides this? Anyway, so two months later, after that happened... And I had been trying to rebuild that trust with Jay. And we had gone to Disney. It was such a great time. It was so much fun. Um, at Disney, she came up with the idea to have a threesome with her friend Belle. Have I told you this part yet? Or is this new no, information? this is new to me, All right, bro. well, now we're going to get this reactions. Um, this is... this. This, that was new. Yeah, you're like, what do you say? Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, so while we were at Disney, um, she started floating the idea that we include Belle in our relationship. 
as like a friends with benefits situation. And at one point she had floated the idea that maybe even like another girlfriend, like we would have like a girlfriend collectively as a couple. So like an open relationship? No, like a, a like a, like a thruple type thing, like a threesome relationship. Interesting. Yeah. And I was like, right. like I've never. I've, <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. It's something that like everyone like thinks about a threesome. Like everyone's like, oh, that would be like an interesting thing. You know, like everyone like thinks about what it would be like, but I never thought it would actually happen because it's just messy. And when it comes to sex, I'm a very emotional person. I can't just sleep with a random person. I just can't because I'm going to develop emotions for that person like that. Like if I didn't already have feelings for them, which I, I have to actually, I already have to have feelings for the person before I sleep with them. Like I have to know them. I have to have been talking to them for a while. I can't just randomly sleep with somebody. I just can't do it. It's weird to me. It's a foreign concept. I know that's like a thing in our society now, and it has been for a very long time that people are just okay with that. And I'm not judging anybody out there. If you're like that, that's fine. As long as you are out in the open and honest in the very beginning with whoever you're sleeping with, that that is your intention is just to sleep with them and that's it, like a one night stand. But I can't do that. So I've never thought that a threesome would actually happen but throughout the course of this disney trip where it's essentially we're in california for like a week and it is it's like it was like the whole time it was like uh, living in like fantasy land because i mean it's disneyland like i'd never been to disneyland before i've been to disney world but it's different and there's a lot of like different rides and i'm like re-experiencing childhood nostalgia so i'm like riding this like high of dopamine and like happiness and she talked me into it so I was like sure when we get back we'll talk to her about it um well we she had already sent her like a text message after i said like after i agreed to it um and very interesting and then bell agreed to it so very interesting yeah when we got back um bell was watching the house and it was like a little bit like awkward. it was like weird tension because like there's, it's like one thing over text yeah and then another thing in person and it's funny though because i wasn't really feeling awkward about it like the only person that was feeling awkward was jay which should have been a little bit of a red flag there and i'll get to why in a little bit but yeah bell and i were like yeah we, we talked about this now for like days like i was mentally preparing for this and now that we were there, she was like kind of being weird about it. So we're like, okay, maybe we won't go through with it. Maybe we won't. Um, but Jay was like, you can still like sleep in our bed tonight. You know, and we'll see what happens. So the, the, the threesome did happen. It did happen. Um, and there were like a couple speed bumps in the whole thing because again, um, I was under the impression that Jay wanted this to like lead to part of our relationship and then she had changed her mind to just being like a friends with benefits thing and I wasn't on the same page so like I got a little awkward at one point but we got over it and a couple more times we had threesomes and it was fine and then uh Jay just started like mentally deteriorating like she was just mad about every little thing she was since like incredibly depressed out of nowhere 
she was insecure, like all these different things that I was worried about would happen in the first place and why I didn't want to have a threesome in a relationship that I wanted to, you know, I mean, I was planning on marrying her. And I'd said that so many times, like in so many podcast episodes, um, I always said she was the one. And so I didn't want to risk that. That's why, I mean, we had to talk about it before she convinced me to do this because I didn't want to risk that relationship because I'm like, this is, this is what I want for the long haul. You know, I mean, she had decorated this house with me. We, we moved into a house specifically for that reason, because at some point we wanted to live just together. And then at some point we were going to get married. That was the whole plan. And so she's just, just kind of just being an awful person to both me and especially Belle. Like she was just being cruel. Like it was really messed up the way she was treating her. I mean, Belle was already going through a hard time because she had recently, excuse me, broken up with her boyfriend of like two years. They've been friends for nine years and um, she was struggling to like not get back with him because she knew that that relationship was toxic. She was trying to move on and she was like dating some other people on Tinder. Um, and it was just, she was like going through a rough time. And so whenever like Belle was like breaking down and crying or just like having a bad day, Jay would just like completely brush her off and just ignore her or get frustrated that she's getting depressed. And I would have to like, I, I, I didn't want to worry about Jay thinking that um, Belle and I were going to do anything without her because we didn't want her to feel uncomfortable. We didn't want her to have to worry about that because I hate that feeling. I hate it. Mm -hmm. And so we, like, I was trying to like to not be too close, but like I was already her friend at this point because I mean, she'd been living with us for a while. We hung out all the time as like a group and we'd already become like pretty good friends. And then after the threesome thing started happening, we're like, oh, well, now we can be closer friends and we don't really have to feel like Jay is going to worry because why would we do anything? We're already all doing something. So we were able mm -hmm. to like text and like just talk about stuff. Like we were able to become closer friends and hang out just us and go off and like do stuff. And it was fine because we knew like, hey, we know the boundary is set. We know what's going on here. And we were fine just being friends. Well, after being treated like shit for like a couple of weeks and uh, me getting treated like shit for a couple of weeks, um, Jay had to work that day. Belle and I were off. And I was fixing the door to the garage because it wasn't closing correctly. And Belle was just sitting there on her phone and I'm fixing it. And she just goes, look, I have to tell you this. I, I originally did not want to be your friend because I knew what was going on and I couldn't tell you, but now that I'm your friend, I know who you are as a person and I see that you're a good guy. You're, you're nice. You like, you're taking care of both of us right now when we're both going through a hard time and I can't keep this from you anymore. And she basically just said, Jay has slept with Eric. And in fact, she didn't even say that at first. She was building up to it. 
she started with, so do you think anything happened between them? And I was like, you know, I, I don't have hard evidence. I honestly just have to take their word. And I know their word is kind of shit, but I don't see why Eric would have lied. Because again, he had nothing to gain. There was no reason to. Um, and then she pulled up a message from Jay. I don't remember how old it was. It was a TikTok. And the video was somebody going, oops, I fucked my coworker. And the caption was Eric. So she didn't even say anything. She just showed me that. And I'm like, well, that's kind of damning. And she's like, yeah, because that's what happened. And she was struggling to tell me because she knew the ramifications. She knew that she was going to probably lose Jay as a friend. She knew that it was going to cause drama in her workplace. She thought that I might not be her friend anymore because she didn't tell me for a very long time. But honestly, I forgive her for that because A, if she hadn't told me, I'd still be with Jay right now. I would still be in a lie. And then I'd be wasting even more of my time, my energy, and emotions into somebody that had decided two years ago that they didn't want to be with me. And so after I got this information from Belle, I just, just sat on the floor and I, I didn't really know how to react. I didn't start crying right away or anything. I just kind of felt empty inside. I just felt sick. I was incredibly disappointed. I think that was the number one thing was just disappointment. I thought I had found my person. I thought I had found, oh fuck. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I get it, man. I mean, I've been in the same situation I told you before. It's not fun. So, yeah, I get it, dude. You were probably just in, like, a spot where you were trying to, like, absorb all the information, take in what happened, and just, like, you had the concrete evidence, so it was all just, like, hitting you. You know? And the thing is, um, she also gave me this fun little detail that the first time they slept together was on my birthday. Yikes. So, if they couldn't already put more salt in the wound, they not only had sex, they did it on my birthday, in my house, in our bed. So obviously I don't have that bed anymore. I threw away all the sheets. I threw away all the pillows. Good on you. Like, I got rid of literally everything from that bedroom, basically, and just started from scratch. Um, I just, oh. So, she asked me, what are you going to do now with that information? How are you going to proceed? And that's, I could have gone another route. I could have... You know, but actually, no, I couldn't have. I, there was no monitoring the situation this time. There was no any of that because I had already confronted them the first time. So she would have been on guard. She would have 
So I decided to just confront her immediately because I just, I mean, I already knew the relationship was done. I mean, that's mm -hmm. it. Like when you do something like that, it's dead. It's over. And I told her that from the very beginning, like literally the only thing you can't do is cheat on me. Everything else you can work out in a relationship, everything else. You can talk out your problems. You can talk out everything, but not that because that's the number one break of trust. And when you mm -hmm. break trust, especially like that, especially for that long, there's nothing you can do to save that relationship. And I would urge anyone out there, if you are in a relationship right now where your partner has cheated on you, they're going to do it again or they already are. Once they do- Once the a cheater, always yes. a cheater. And that's the thing. She had told me, I'm kind of going out of order here. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> the thing is, is she had told me very early on in our relationship, and I thought this was like a sign that I could trust her. This was a sign of honesty, opening up to me and telling me something that she knew that could end the relationship right away, was the fact that she had cheated on people in the past. She wanted to be open. She's like, I'm not that person anymore. I don't want to be that person anymore. And she's like, I really, really like you. And I don't want to fuck this up. There's no reason why I'd want to screw this up. So I would never do that to you. She's like, I've seen how much that has affected you. And I don't want to make it worse because she knew my past history. She knew that I'd been cheated on before. So did Eric. Eric's seen me in all of these different times. He's seen me at my lowest. He's seen how heartbroken I am after being cheated on, after being ghosted, after going through horrible things in relationships. He has seen my rock bottom. And yet he was still okay with inflicting that upon me himself. So I should have taken that as a red flag in the beginning that because she had cheated in the past that she was just going to do it again. And there's going to be a lot of people out there. They're going to disagree with me, but most people don't change. It's the thing about change, especially something like that is that it requires a lot of work and it requires you as an individual looking at yourself and making a change consciously. Like you have to want to be that better person. You have to know that what you did was wrong, how you hurt people and that you won't do it again. And the thing is, is that is difficult. And a lot of people don't want to put in that effort to make those changes in their life. And again, I'm not saying that's not applying to everybody, but a lot of people will never change. I am a completely different person than who I was 10 years ago. I'm a completely different person than I was probably five years ago. But me too, man. I mean, it's like a slow, <laughs> gradual process. And the thing is, is she had cheated on her past partner too. And the only reason I like gave her any leeway on that at all is because they had been cheating on each other forever. And it was a long distance relationship where the person lived in a completely different country. And I'm like, 
long distance relationships are real, but when you're not seeing each other for months, it's very hard to like lay that foundation and it's much easier for people to be unfaithful. And if they're like knowing that they're both being unfaithful and they're still staying together, like they're both just like fucked up toxic relationship. And sometimes that happens. Like sometimes who you are in a specific relationship with a specific person might not even be you. I've had that scenario. Mm -hmm. I was in a long distance relationship. I never cheated on them. I've never cheated on anybody. Um, and I was a completely different person though. I was not a great person. I was very angry because this person just knew how to push my buttons and did it regularly just to win arguments. And because it was a long distance relationship, it would devolve into shouting matches. And I've never, I've never been in a relationship besides that one where I've ever yelled at my partner. I've never been that angry before in a relationship. And that was, she wasn't even cheating on me. She just like would gaslight me about things. I had to walk on eggshells about everything. Every argument, even if she was in the wrong, I would somehow be in the wrong and I would have to apologize. And it just drove me crazy. And I was just a shitty person. And I'm I'm like, that. I don't know who that person was. Because that person only existed when I was around that other person. So I was hoping that maybe that's what the case was with Jay. She was in a toxic, shitty relationship. Maybe she has changed. So anyway, back to confronting Jay after that long tangent. But you guys should be used to this by now if you've watched Back to the Futon. <laughs> um, I confronted her when she came back on her lunch break because we had not, Belle and I had not gone anywhere yet. Um, funny enough, <laughs> was it that day? No, no, no. Okay, no, that was a different day. So I, I was helping her move out like completely of the last place that she was living because it just wasn't working out. Like it was a smaller place. They had all these weird rules. The neighbors were like trying to get her in trouble for living there. Like she had just moved out of here. She moved in there and then she had to move out again. So mm -hmm. we hadn't gone and done that yet, but we're about to. So I just decided to wait for her to come home on her lunch break and we went outside and I, I gave her one more chance to tell me the truth. I said, look, I've been talking with Eric. And I want to sit you both down and have a discussion. I want to talk it out. Because I still feel like I don't have the full picture here. If I find out anything happened between you guys after that meeting and you don't tell me, we are done immediately. So is there anything that you have to tell me that you left out? Is there anything that could have happened between you two? And she looked me dead in the eyes and just said no. So I was like, I can't believe you're still lying to me. I gave you one more chance to at least talk about it more, maybe see if there's something salvageable, but you just lied to me. After I told you, if you lie to me now, we are done immediately. 
and um, <laughs> I told her that Eric told me everything because I knew if I told her that Belle had told me, then she would just go, oh, well, Belle just wants to get with you. She just wants to break us apart. Even though Belle and I were just friends and we were completely fine with being friends and neither of us knew that we were going to wind up dating later. That didn't even cross our minds. In fact, like I said, Belle thought that as soon as she told me that I wasn't going to want anything to do with her, she thought that she was going to lose Jay. She thought she was going to have to probably move stores or quit her job and find somewhere else to work. And I just wanted to make sure that if Belle wanted to be friends with Jay still, she could. Because I wanted to respect the fact that Belle was the only person that was honest with me. And I want to stress again, if it was not for Belle, I would still be in that dead lie of a relationship. Because all of the evidence was deleted. All of it. They both deleted all of their text messages. And they even deleted it from like the the recently deleted folder. Like they deleted their messages. And even though everybody else in the salon knew, by the way, everybody knew whenever I came in for a haircut, whenever Eric came in for a haircut, they knew everything. But there's this horrible habit that people have where they don't want to get involved. And because mm-hmm. of that, I would have never found out unless Bell had told me because I had zero evidence. So I told her that Eric told me everything. And then I got more details out of her. I got even more. And I told her I had to think about it. I had to think about everything because I'm still trying to process everything at this point. I mean, I was kind of hoping that Belle lied to me. I was hoping that she was just trying to get with me, that she was just making this up. That would be great. But I had, I had Jay confirm it. It was all true. So the rest of that day happened. Um, I mean, I can remember that day almost completely helped Belle with moving all of her stuff out, um, helped her move all the stuff in here. And then when Jay got home, we talked for a bit and I still like, I should have just left her immediately, but I was, it, I was like shell shocked. Like I, I couldn't completely figure out that this was reality and that this was still going on and that this is what happened. Because again, this is the person that I was planning on marrying. We had just come back from one of the best vacations ever. We had just come back from like one of the best concerts I'd ever been to. And I just, it was having a hard time believing it. So I didn't kick her out that night. The next day, um, I was at work and I finally got the rest of the story. I got every single detail. So when she started working at Amazon with Eric, he started out just complimenting her and then it escalated to flirting. 
and then it started getting sexual with comments and then um, apparently whenever she was feeling depressed like throughout this entire two years she would just start sexting him um, at one point while we were still living at Adams oh, fuck it's so hard to talk about this um i was you need a break <laughs> no i just want to like rip the band-aid off i want to get through this shit and then okay. i want to talk about like literally anything else um okay <laughs> do what you need to do i need to take a drink of water real quick it's okay man i'm here for you big dog so the first apparently the first sexual incident that happened between them was when I was in the shower. Like I was, I was still in the fucking house. I was still there. And she blew him. While I was there, in the fucking shower. Now there are two versions of this story that I have gotten, and neither of these people have any fucking credibility. So I don't know who to believe, and both sound equally plausible because they're both terrible people. Jay's side of the story is that when I went into the shower, Eric came into our room and said, like, basically, like, come on, let's go to my room. And she said, no. And he said, well, come on, let's go. And then she said, no. And then he grabbed her by the arm and dragged her in to his bedroom, pushed her down on her knees, and then she did it that's her side and her side she stuck to so much that she supposedly filed a police report after like she told me everything like after it was all out in the open so she filed a police report now two years after this happened that's useful but she supposedly went through the police report process and said that that very first time was assault. Eric's side of the story is that she put the dog away so it would he wouldn't make any noise, went into his room, started teasing him, and then blew him. I could believe either because when I confronted Eric about all of these things that I knew everything he again played the victim. Oh, I was just a terrible person. I couldn't control myself. I was this, that, and the other thing. And I told him about what Jay said he did. And then he told me his side. And then he told me this, like it was supposed to make him look like a better person. This was like his example of him being a great guy. Was that, he's like, oh, and I was, I mean, I'm so good now that I was hanging out with this girl and she thanked me for not pushing her into doing anything that she wasn't comfortable with. That's his example of being an amazing person. That is being a basic human being. And the fact that this is him being a better person makes me wonder if he has assaulted people. Because if he thinks that not pushing someone past their comfort zone is somehow out of the ordinary and like this great thing that, oh, I'm so proud of you for not raping someone. Good job. You didn't assault someone. 
that doesn't make any sense to me. That's like a crazy person is telling me, oh, I didn't assault someone today. That, that boggles my mind that he thought that that was like an example of how he's a good person now. Now. Just hearing that story just like, it, it, it like makes me like sick internally. Yes. This is the type of person he is. And even, even if that's not true, he still did all of this behind my back. This still happened. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess, um, I guess she had like blown him like multiple times. And then the first time they had sex, apparently was last year on my birthday. And then they did it again. Another time after that. Now the thing is, What's crazy, and I must, love must make you blind, because it, apparently everybody else thought this was so fucking obvious that something was going on between them. And again, like I said, I had, I had confronted her dozens of times, saying like, is anything going on with Eric? Like, it, like, let me know. I will not be mad at you if you tell me that he's flirting with you. Like, I'm not going to get upset with you, because that's not your fault. I will deal with it. I will talk with him. And that'll be the end of it. That's all she had to do. And instead, she still sticking to this story. And I maybe it's true because she does have a childhood, like she has childhood trauma. Really awful things happened to her when she was a child. So she said that Eric scared her and she just went along with whatever he wanted because she was scared. And the person that assaulted her as a kid, she didn't say anything back then and still treated that person like a father figure even after those things were going on because of a trauma response. So she said it was the same thing with Eric. Now, that doesn't add up. For so many reasons. Because, I mean, even when I saw those text messages, one of the text messages I saw from her that was very suspicious, and I should have just left her immediately after reading, was, I'm home alone, and I wish you could be here. Sad face. Why would you give a shit if you're home alone? Unless you're going to do something. So she claimed that that first, like, like the ongoing, like sexualization of her and everything like that. By the way, Eric's a messed up individual for knowing her past history and then immediately sexualizing her because he probably saw her as an easy target. He saw a person that he wanted to sleep with. So he did. He didn't care who she was dating. He didn't care about our eight years of friendship. He wanted to get what he wanted. And that's the same thing for Jay too. They're both, I don't want to like call names here, but like this is sociopathic behavior where you only care about yourself. It's at least narcissism. She wanted, mm -hmm. she loved the extra attention that Eric was providing. 
Eric purchased nudes from her. Eric paid her for nudes. And she sent them. She also sent them sometimes for free just because she liked the way that he reacted more than the way I reacted. The way I reacted to her nudes was not good enough. So she needed that extra person to tell her how gorgeous and sexy she is. I somehow wasn't enough, even though I always put her first over everybody. And that's a fault of my own for doing that because that's not healthy to do in a relationship. You need to have your own life. But I gave mm -hmm. my entire life to her. If she had a day off, I am going to spend it with her no matter what. We're going to do whatever she wants. If she wants to watch a specific movie, we'll do that. Because I just wanted her to be happy. And I did everything I thought that I could to make her happy, but apparently that just was not enough. <sighs> okay. So, there's the general gist. I might have forgotten some things. Um, there, it's okay. There are some extra things that I, I, I wanted to add in. So, remember how I said that apparently... She had only told him that I knew. Mm -hmm. Well, she admitted that she prepped him. She told him not to say anything. She, she told Belle not to say anything. As soon as I found out the texts the first time, she confronted Belle and said, you know nothing. Don't you dare tell him or we're not friends anymore. And I know I know I'm interrupting, but uh -huh. um I kind of feel like that since there was the level of preparation that um I'm trying to think of how to word this right. Since there was that level of preparation that like they were it was she was definitely way way more guilty. Yes. You know? Oh, yes. 100%. She's 100% guilty. 100%. Like, it just sounds so, so bad. Like, it's this is a lot. This is a yeah, lot. Sorry. This is a lot. Mm -hmm. This is this is the worst thing I've ever been through by far. I never thought I would go through more than my second ex who was cheating on me the entire relationship with her gay best friend. What? Yeah, because they were fuck buddies because he wasn't quite sure about his sexuality. So he was just experimenting with her. Okay. And they didn't stop being fuck buddies once we got together. So she was sneaking around the entire time and she also made up fake siblings that never existed. She made up fake past childhood trauma. She made up seeing her brother that doesn't exist kill himself in front of her. She made up um, horrible medical surgeries that she had to go through as a child. Why? Because she was a pathological liar and a narcissist. Yeah, that, 
Sounds like she it. likes the attention. And there's a lot of people like this. And the thing is, what was strange about her is the fact that she didn't have childhood trauma. She didn't have a broken home. Her parents weren't divorced. Her parents didn't beat just her. She just making shit up. She just to wanted make shit up. Yes. She just wanted to be special. <laughs> she hated that she didn't have all those things. She wanted to feel unique. And that was the reason she did it. I never thought I would meet or have to deal with somebody like this ever again. Because it's the level of preparation that she did, like that just yes. it's like Yes. And the level the number of things that she did to essentially like give me a false sense of security. The number of times I woke up in a panic because I had a nightmare about her cheating on me with Eric. Like my gut instinct is fucking crazy. I mean, it happened multiple times before I found those texts. And I still resisted checking that phone because I wanted to trust her. Instead, I woke her up and just sought comfort and support and reassurance. And every time she held me in her arms as I am crying, telling me that nothing is happening between them. And what's even more fucked up is that there are so many podcasts, it's not in them, because I cut it out because I always thought it was fucking weird that Eric would just like bring up like what would happen if Jay and I broke up. Like, yeah, that is weird. Like, weird shit. And I'm like, why the fuck would you even bring that up? I, there's so many yeah, strange things that I just should have, I should have known, you know, the I, there's red flags, so many red flags. I just ignored it. I mean, sorry. I, there was another tangent where I was going on where, um, so after they had sex the first time, um, I think I shot a podcast. I think it was the next day. It might have been that day. It might have been on my birthday when I shot that podcast. I don't know. I've deleted all of them. But um, all three of us were in it. And one of the comments, I still have this full comment thread. I took a screenshot of it. In fact, it's the channel banner right now for the fanciest podcast. It says, eight months ago, from Wrestling Figs, what was that podcast I just watched? It was just you, it was just your girl and Eric flirting the whole time or something like that. And he went on to go like, dude, I'm just telling you, I did the same thing to my friend. The girl is now my wife. I did this and this is what they're doing. In a few years, you are going to go through some horrible heartbreak. And this motherfucker was right. Holy shit, bro. I just, I pulled up the page because I just wanted to see. I'm going to leave Damn. it up for this episode and then I'm going to change it to something else, obviously. But I feel like it's very fitting for this first episode. Uh, and then leaving the profile picture a dumpster fire. We'll talk about Brandon and whatever the hell we're going to do in the future, but... <laughs> <laughs> for now i feel like it's very fitting um but yeah, yeah like this guy was spot on and the thing is and another red flag eric and jay both responded to this guy there was like a whole conversation and they basically were like well so guys and girls you know can't be friends have you never had a a female friend before 
What? Oh, so a guy and a girl just can't exist on the internet without you thinking they're together? It's pretty defensive over a random internet comment. Um, I wonder if... I probably did listen to that episode, but... I was just listening, so yeah. maybe I didn't catch anything. That's crazy. Yeah, and I, I didn't catch it either because I was just focused on the episode. I was just focused on keeping the conversation going, keeping it entertaining. And I, you know, I mean, that is a thing that people do on the internet. They just say, like, oh, these people are together because they're in the same room. Mm -hmm. But we're together now. This specific Sorry. instance. Yeah, it's true. We're dating now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is also a very, it's a depressing episode, but it's also a very cheerful one because Devin and I are now, what, be boyfriends? We're boyfriends. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> The first laugh. God, I'm so glad you're jokes. here, man. I've been on the brink of crying so many fucking times, and if you weren't here, I would, I would lose it. I'm, I'm trying to only like, I'm trying to let you just tell your story and like speak up, like when I feel like, thank you, I need to say something, you know. Because yeah. as I told you before we started, this is about you, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Um, where was I? Fuck. I know we just oh we the, had a good joke the youtube comment oh that's absolutely right, yeah. wild and okay so the reason that that's so crazy is because that means that that episode was filmed even though it came out in september it was just late it i just took forever to put it up that was filmed mm -hmm. right after the first time they had sex oh okay so there's probably a reason why they're acting differently and it's very interesting that this specific person hey if you're watching this episode comment down below ding 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 you're the fucking winner um wrestling figs three zero nine three yeah you're you've called it you nailed it i wish i'd listened to you eight months ago i guess it'd be nine months ago now because this all happened a month ago um that i found out um Let's see. Um, oh, God. The thing is. Okay, no, I'll get to that. I'll get to the more recent stuff. Because this story somehow just continues to happen. It just continues to unfold. Even after I'm not talking to her anymore. Even after I've cut her out of my life. Both of them. Uh, it does not mm -hmm. matter. She is still trying to find ways to get to me. So I've just completely like blocked her on Twitter because I knew that she was trying to like get to me. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm looking at this in the first place. Like, it's just like, I mean, I get it. I've just, yeah. I've been there before. And, bro. And I'm like, I'm never going to get with her again. What am I doing? I'm just torturing myself. Mm -hmm. So I finally like blocked her on everything. I'm like, I don't want to look anymore. I don't care what she's doing, but I'll get to that. So other things that I've learned, um, Oh, I guess I, I covered most of these. I covered that it was on my birthday. I covered the accusation of sexual assault, which I'm starting to believe she didn't actually go through the police report because you're supposed to get a phone call. They're supposed to call everybody that it was See, close I to the think, situation. I think she was 
a bigger part of it. Oh, and she was just using yes. sexual assault yes. as like a cover. Yes, they are like, and it's the level of preparation again. So that much. Really, it makes me inclined to believe that. Oh, sorry. I oh, that reminds me. Okay, <laughs> you said that before, and then I went on a different tangent, and then I got lost again. I'm coming back to um, this false sense of security. I didn't suggest that we should do Life 360, which is that thing where you like track people on your phone wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wanted to be on it for like safety reasons, and I'm like, okay, sure, whatever, that's fine. I don't care if you know where I'm at. You're gonna see me going back and forth between here and work, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> um, but I think she did that to just make me not think that anything could happen because I could see her on the phone. And another thing that was a red flag that I should have picked up on was that Eric was very upset that we had Life 360. Why? What's the matter to him? Right? I mean, I, I know now, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he phrased it as, like, a, I can't, like, that's, like, a privacy thing. Like, I can't believe you guys are just doing that. Whereas it was, like, now it's more difficult for me to, like, fuck your girlfriend without you knowing because you can track wherever she is. Anyway, it didn't matter. They still did in my own fucking house. Um, oh, I also learned, uh, this morning I learned from, from Bell. Because it, it came up because we saw a movie last night that was fucking terrible. It's called No Hard Feelings. Um, it's about a 32-year-old woman that is paid to date a like they're like a like the like a 19 year old because his parents want him to get out of his shell before he goes to college so essentially a 32 year old prostitute for this 19 year old like awkward kid that's the movie premise and it starts the main character is like has ghosted a bunch of people and like she keeps running into people that she's ghosted so she's just an awful piece of shit. And I'm like, I already hate this character. It doesn't matter what happens now. She could be hit by a car for all I care. It doesn't matter. She's a terrible person. She's just ruining people's lives. Left and right. We're seeing this. Um, but instead, it's supposed to be like, oh, it's this quirky, oh, it's a quirky, messed up character. And then uh, she sees the ad because she needs a car to Uber to, like, pay off of, like, the the tax on her house so, like, the bank doesn't take it away. So it's like, oh, I hope this person doesn't lose their house. Oh, no, I care about this character. Um, so she needs a car, and the ad is, we'll give you this car, which is like, it's not a great car, but it's a car that runs, if you date our 19-year-old son and help him get out of his shell. So she's like, I am willing to fuck this 19-year-old to get the car that I need to pay off my house. And I'm like, this is already a very strange premise. Yeah. <laughs> and then it got even more awkward with, like, all these, like, really creepy things that she was doing to, like, try to sleep with him because she was just trying to, like, get it over with. But he's just not having it. He's, like, not interested in having sex with her because he does not sleep with people he does not know. And he's mm-hmm. trying to make that clear, but she just keeps trying. And I kept thinking, if this was a 32-year-old man that was trying to sleep with a 19-year-old girl and she kept saying no, this would not be a comedy. This would not be funny. 
And I'm like, as a person that didn't really want to when I was 17 with the first person I was dating and they emotionally manipulated me into sleeping with them, just like this character, uh, I didn't find it very funny. <laughs> I'm like, this happens, believe it or not. Yeah. Guys also need to provide consent. I know this is shocking to Hollywood, but that is a thing. Um, anyway, so that was already pretty triggering. And then there's this scene where he finds out that she is being paid by his parents to date him. Um, like he storms away from the table. He doesn't tell them what's going wrong. She comes into the room like, is everything all right? They sit down on the bed and um, he goes, look, just tell me the truth. Just please tell me the truth. Is there anything I should know? And those were my exact words to Jay multiple times. And just like Jay, the main character who you're supposed to root for lied to this kid. And I'm like, fuck, this is a terrible movie. Fuck this movie. Like, if this is supposed to be the person that we're sympathetic for, this is just, this is why society sucks and why there's so many cheaters. Like, this movie. So, because I yeah. got super triggered, like, it just, like, it brought everything back. And I was talking with Belle. And um, she was talking about, like, how people at work, like, talk shit. And I was like, did Jay ever talk shit about me? And she's like, yeah. Eric and Jay would talk shit about you all the time. So not only were they sleeping around with each other behind my back, lying to my face, they also had the nerve to make fun of me. Like they were insulting me behind my back. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? It's like everything I learn about these two people just keeps getting worse. And I don't think it can. Are you ready for it to get even more worse? as ready as I'll ever be. Um, I think this is the last thing. And hopefully hey, there's an end. Hopefully it's there's an ending. Yeah, hopefully it's the last thing. Remember, an ending is a new beginning. Yes. So, yes, and I am ready <laughs> to not think about this ever again. I'm ready to just forget these people existed in my life. Uh and I'm ready to start therapy at some point because I probably need it. <laughs> um that's what this show is yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah seriously that's what this is right now it's a lot cheaper than therapy that's for sure um oh also sorry before i get to uh this last thing during the whole time i was breaking up with her and having her just like get her stuff out of my house she just kept begging me to forgive her and oh, and remember I said the one time I yelled at her was she just kept playing the victim card. She just kept repeating, I was traumatized, I was scared, I didn't know what to do. And I finally went, shut up, stop it. We both know that's not true. You've told me your side. I've heard most of Eric's side. And I read the text messages. You were complicit 
And even if that one instance you were not, the rest you were. You tried to hang out with him alone constantly. You hung out with him constantly. You invited him into our house on a regular basis. You were not afraid of this person. You keep saying this, but this is not what a person like this would do. It doesn't make any sense. You wanted to go to a concert, just you and him. How would you be afraid of that person? If you were going to be in a car with them by yourself, an hour and a half away in Phoenix, that doesn't make any sense. At night, yes, you're afraid of this person. You're so sad that you're home alone and that this person that you're afraid of can't come over. You're so afraid of this person that you had him come over when you were home alone and fucked him. Doesn't sound like fear to me. No. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I'm like, you're selfish, you're narcissistic, you don't care about anybody but yourself. And that's what you've proven to me. And after that, um, she like texted me a couple more times and I was just blunt. I'm like, oh, you know what? Oh, you know what? No, no, no. There's another thing. She was like telling me that she was going to kill herself. So not only, oh yeah, not only did she make me feel terrible by cheating on me for two years, not only did she make me feel terrible by dragging out the whole process and constantly trying to convince me to stay with her. Not only did she try to play the victim card, now she's making me feel like shit because I have to talk to her because it feels like I'm talking her down from a ledge. And I I just, I can't believe that she was doing that. Like she was telling me like there's no reason to live. There was no... Like, without you, I'm nothing. It doesn't matter. And now that I'm looking at the date at which she said that, it's even more fucked up because she was already on Tinder. Two weeks after we broke up, she was on Tinder. And this leads to the last thing that I can remember until something else pops into my head. She tried to get to me by matching with one of my friends and old coworkers on Tinder. And she hung out with this person for weeks. And she lied to him immediately saying when we, they first started talking, um, they kind of knew each other cause they'd met before at a work event cause I brought her. And she said that we'd been broken up for a while, already a lie, because it had been two weeks, and that it was mutual, and that I had just lost interest in her. And that's the reason we broke up. That's what she was telling him. But I love it. It just, it always gets worse for me, because this guy's a piece of shit. So I was like, hey, man. Like, you're my friend, obviously, like, like, I don't want to be with her again. I'm trying to get over her, but please don't sleep with my ex because I know this guy. He has slept with hundreds of people, half of them prostitutes. 
sometimes participated in orgies. Just got done dating a 58-year-old. Like, currently sleeping with apparently nine other women through rotation. Like, this guy fucks everything that moves. According to him, who knows how much I can actually believe of this guy. A lot of people that talk a big game are just making it up. Mm-hmm. But if that's really who he is, then it makes sense why he's acting like this. And he just flat out refused to say that he was not going to sleep with her. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. You're obviously not my friend. Mm-hmm. So I just cut him out of my life too. So, <laughs> and she was yeah, trying to get to me. She was trying, she even said, I even have, uh, I have the tweet saved. Um, what she tweeted out. Methinks this could be fun, but extremely petty and create more drama than we need. Let's do it. And it's got the little like emoji where it's got like the hand like giggling. And by the way, this was two days after she told me she was going to kill herself. I also have the option of just not saying anything, but there's no fun. So even after she cheated on me for two years and threatened suicide to put me through even more anxiety, she pulls that. It's like, I don't, I don't understand how these people exist in our society. I just don't like, how can you be this kind of person and sleep at night? That's the most baffling thing to me. If I do anything wrong, I have to tell somebody immediately and I have to apologize and I have to try to make up for it. Otherwise I can't sleep. I just can't like the guilt will get to me and I completely agree with you. I mean, even when I was a kid, I feel like I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm normal people, normal functioning people should be like that. Mm-hmm. But she has no moral compass. Eric has no moral compass. His example of being a better changed person was the fact that he didn't sexually assault someone. It's just sad. It's <sighs> so yeah, I thought 2023 was going to be a lot better. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's still happening. 2024 is your year. Yeah, I keep saying that every year. 2024 is your year. You're going to dominate 2024. God. You got that? You're going to dominate 2024. That's going to be your year. <laughs> God, I hope so. I, I want to be event-free, man. I want to be event-free. <laughs> Shit sucks, dude. This just this whole thing I and again I, I should have said this in the beginning please do not go after Jay I'm not going to tell you her Twitter oh. for that very reason Ed. I'm not following her on anything it's not easy to find her because she's got like a weird name do not find her on Twitter do not harass them I want to probably that already there. do this but edit that so yeah. it's in the beginning of the video just so you know I'll put it in the description too yeah I'll put it in the description the I don't want to I want to keep it. the flow I don't have any edits. I just want this to go. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Maybe you could put like a subtitle on it. Yeah, that's uh, true. Just, just you know, something quick. Like, please don't harass these yeah. people. Because I, I, I don't want that. I don't. I just want them out of my life. I want this to be done. And the only reason... And I'm, after this? Yeah, after this. You're done. Done. I'm not talking about it ever again. Because it is just too painful to relive it. And that's 
what happens every single time I tell it. I just want to forget. I want to pretend it didn't happen. Just move on. Because there's nothing the to learn. Stage of your life. Yeah. The next. Chapter. I just I just want to move on. I want to pretend it didn't happen because when things like this happen, there's really nothing to learn. I didn't do anything to cause her to want to cheat on me. She just did it. So there's like no way I can like, if there was a specific thing, I even asked them, I asked them both. I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? She even said, you didn't do anything wrong. And I'm like, well then what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, <that's> just... <laughs> there's nothing to learn from the situation except for, I guess in the future, I'm just going to make sure to have my own life. Um, stop being so codependent. And like, those are things like personally I can work on, but like, that's not going to stop this sort of thing from happening in the future. It's just going mm -hmm. to like make me like a healthier person in a relationship. Yeah. Um, having like realistic expectations set for people. And the thing is, oh, oh, I do want to mention this a little bit. So, um, when I met her, she was in debt and I saw this, like I fell for her like immediately. I have a problem with doing that. I'm not going to lie. Um, I fall for people very quick, but there's something about her. Like I just, I loved hanging out with her. She was just a fun person. There's a reason she's very good at manipulating. It's just because she is a fun person to be around. And, um, I, basically paid off her debt and told her that she could just pay it back over time because I didn't want her dealing with like the crazy interest rates of credit cards. And I just wanted to help her out. Mm -hmm. Um, and then later on, I just forgave the debt because it had been like many, many months. And I was like, I really do like this person a lot. Like I could see myself with this person for a very long time. Like this is my gift to you a new fresh start, a new way to like, like start paying off of your student bills, have like a better budget, figure everything out. I was trying to help her out with so many different things. Um, and the, the time that I, like the day that I forgave her, she had already been cheating on me. The day that I forgave her debt, she had already been cheating on me. Um, my parents, also helped her buy a car. Damn. They, we all went out together, my mom and Jay and my stepdad, and we all went out and we were looking for cars. We were trying to help her get a great deal. Um, they negotiated with the salesman. They got a fucking crazy deal. They got like a 2023 uh, Honda, no, Toyota. I don't fucking remember what it was. Uh, they got it for like 19,000. And this was like, height of like the chip shortage this was like when it was difficult to find a car and that nineteen thousand dollar that was cheaper than the used cars we were looking at so my parents gave her five thousand dollars no strings attached towards that car she was already cheating on me at this point and still accepted this financial help in a relationship i will not hold financial things over a person I will not involve money in that way because I feel like that's manipulative. I feel like that's controlling and that's a sick way to have leverage over somebody. And I never did that with her during our relationship. 
even though there are plenty of times where she owed me a lot of money and I just kind of let it go. Um, I mean, I paid for Travis when he got taken by the coyotes, when he got hurt, I was taking care of him every day and I completely paid for his medical expenses, which were $2,000. She was about to fuck Eric. This was about a few, about a month before she did. Even though I had just paid her dog's medical bills. So she did not have to worry about that financially. She consistently didn't help with bills at home. But I forgave it because I knew that if she was sticking to the budget like I had planned, she would be paying off her student loans at least. And again, I saw this as a long-term relationship. I saw this as somebody that I could potentially marry. Even after all that, she was still cheating on me the entire time. And she was still able to live life guilt-free, despite how much I was helping her financially. I was giving her all of my free time. I was barely ever hanging out with my friends. They gave me a lot of shit after I told them the story. They're like, dude, you got to not do that again. I'm like, I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I am, I'm not a good friend when I'm with somebody because I give them my everything. And that's not healthy. And I know people are going to say that. And I get that. I know that now. Um, I'm sad that it took this long and it took this painful of an experience to learn. But, I mean, at least I learned something from all of this. Neither of them have. Um, but at least I have. And honestly, before... Jay had gotten super petty and did all this like weird shit. I was still rooting for her. She had destroyed me. She had treated me worse than anybody ever has, but I still was telling her, I want this to not mean nothing. I want this pain to mean something. Be a better person. Look in the mirror, realize who you are right now and become a better person. I texted her this so many times. I told her in person the last time I saw her. I'm like, I genuinely want you to become a better person. I want you to have a good life. It's a shame that I had to be the person that had to be the catalyst for you becoming a better person. But don't do this to somebody else. Make me the last. That's all I want. But because she knew that I was not going to get back with her. She didn't change at all. She went back to being exactly who she was. I found out um, she, cause she always told me that she was like chipping away because she had gotten back into debt. And I'm like, I'm not paying it off this time. This is ridiculous. Like it already felt like a slap in the face that she did not oh, manage yeah. her money after I did that for her. I don't make a lot of money, by the way. I'm just very good at saving. And then I'm a fucking moron mm -hmm. when I get into a relationship and I just want to help no matter what the cost, mm -hmm. which again, I've learned and won't be doing again. Um, not to say that I'm not going to help, you know, my partner. It's just, I'm going to do it in a different capacity. Like I'm not going to no strings attach thousands of dollars. Yeah. And I should be weary of people that are okay with that because that should probably be a red flag if they're not pushing 
to pay me back. If they're not giving me money constantly to try to get rid of the debt, they're not overly thankful. And that's the thing that my parents even said when I, when I told them like everything that happened to like, you know, she was a selfish person. She never said thank you to us ever. And I, I just chalked that up as nerves. But then I noticed and I started like the more that I started looking back without the love blinders on, I'm like, man, she just kind of took me for granted with everything. Um, that Disney trip, I mean, my dad paid for the whole thing. I don't think she thanked him once. The whole Disney trip. I mean, I, I did so much and my parents did so much and it was never enough. And she never truly appreciated any of it. And the reason I didn't have a healthy friendship with a lot of people is because she would get incredibly mad at me if she had like a day off or she was home and I was gone for a little bit longer than I said. And I didn't want to go through that. And the way she handled arguments was to just shut down and say nothing. And just give me the cold shoulder, say nothing, just walk away. And just leave me to just sit in my anxiety about the situation. Like, that's the worst thing you can do to me. I want to talk it out. I want to figure it out. Cutting me out, not talking to me, ignoring me is just so painful to me. Mm -hmm. And she would do it constantly. So the more I looked back at that relationship, the more I'm like, I'm kind of glad that this happened. Because even without the cheating, she's still not a good person. And I was, and I, I told her, I straight up told her, like, you're not a good person. But I want you to become one. I believe that you can change. I believe that this could be enough to finally push you to want to be a better and different person than who you are. And I genuinely believed that until the pettiness, until um, after she moved out, um, when she was still friends with Belle, she um, tried to like stay the night one time. She's like, I'll just be on the couch. It's fine. And I'm like, no, I can't have you there. What are you doing? Um, and she just kept messaging me when she knew I needed space, like... There was just it's a lot. There's just a lot of things that I look back at and I go, that was not a healthy relationship. Even without the cheating. Like, yes, those are things that could have been fixed though. It would have taken a lot. It would have been a lot of effort. And I would have needed somebody to point out, or at least I needed to come to the conclusion myself that there were things that needed to be fixed in order for the relationship to work. But the happy moments that I had with her, all the good times, blinded out all of those other things that I was now more able to clearly see once I realized who she really was. Damn. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> so how, how long did the relationship last? Like how long was it? A little over two years. And how, how long into it was it when the cheating started? Probably three months. Holy shit. 
that is i don't have an exact timeline but it's around the time no, she I... started at amazon it might have even been I... a little bit before i know it definitely was happening when she was living with me and eric and adam but it might have been oh. even sooner i don't know holy smokes yeah that is damn and the thing is she just expected to get away with the lie she just expected to keep me after all of this and I, I i don't understand why you would even want to yeah like what's the point at yeah that point there there's a, a short relationship i was in when i was 20 and i started getting flirty with a coworker of mine and i'm like this is not right this is fucked up like i have a girlfriend so i thought about it and after a couple days i broke up with her because i'm like i'm not going to cheat on her i'm just not like i'm never going to be that person like i'm still a piece of shit for what i've done already like just the fact that i emotionally cheated on her and thought about this other person in a different way i'm like the fact that i did that she needs to find someone better because I am not emotionally mature enough to be with her. And another reason why um, I didn't stay with that girl, and like she was a great person, like there was nothing wrong with her, but she was just so ready to like be married and I was 20 and I was not at all. Like, like if I met like a person like that now, it'd be very different because I'm a very different mm -hmm. person. But I knew what I was doing was wrong I felt bad about it and I immediately broke up with her. So I wish she had just done that for me. So was that, was that the, about everything? <laughs> I, th you think? I think so. I think so. I can't, okay. I can't think of anything else. Um, okay. <laughs> Remember <laughs> that <sighs> this is the end but it's the start of a new beginning. Yes. So <sighs> with the fancy, with the fanciest podcast, the fanciest podcast, this is going to be the fanciest podcast. I think the shtick yeah. that I want to do so fancy. I know the shtick I want to do after <laughs> this is I'm going to have like a tie on and I'm gonna have like a different, I don't want to do a different tie. That's funny. Like I'll just like wear a tie over whatever the hell I'm wearing. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the fanciest. And then I'll try to have the guest, like whoever, like if it's you, um, I want to do one with Chris Rod. I want to do one with Chris Rod and you. I think that'd be fun. Um, having like multiple people on the podcast at the same time, I think it could be like really funny. Um, I'm open to it. I'm glad Let's you're open it. to a threesome. That's good. Oh, hell <laughs> <laughs> You know, I actually have a, a story. I don't know how, how much you want to go, but I have a story because you said something in the middle of there and it reminded me of something that happened to me back when. Mm -hmm. So you said like it was the hair salon thing where people know but they don't say anything. Yep. So I'm actually the type of person who if I were to find out something like that, I go and I tell people. Me too. I don't no. I, I I I can't live with myself if I know something like that because I've been cheated on. Yes. So I know how horrible it is. You can so empathize. I would go out and be like, exactly. Yeah. You have empathy. You're a person. Ex exactly. <laughs> so this was this was like 
10 years ago now, uh, I found out that one of my, one of my brother's friends was cheating on his girlfriend with one of my friends. And like, it became clear because I was hanging out with one of my mm -hmm. friends and then they were there, but then they started just, you know, being like super like close. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you could just, you could just tell, but so then I ended up texting the guy's the guy's girlfriend and just letting her know like, hey, this is everything that happened. And oh, I told I first confronted him. This is I sorry, I'm this was it's ten fine. years ago, it's so fine. I'm trying to remember. I first confronted him and I was like, Hey, that's really messed up. You shouldn't be doing that. Like I sent him messages like over Facebook Messenger and was like, Hey, you shouldn't be doing that. And then he came back like all defending it, like, Oh yeah, sorry, like I'll never like it's not gonna happen anymore. Like just don't tell anybody, please don't tell my girlfriend or whatever. And then, like, it was, like, probably, like, an hour later. I was, like, nah, I got it. <laughs> so, I, so I was, like, so I just, I messaged her. I'm so and proud I of sent, you. I, yeah, I, I sent her a message. And I was, like, hey, like, I know you don't know me. I know I, we don't know each other at all. But, hey, uh, your boyfriend is cheating on you. And if you need to, you can log into my Facebook account and go and see my messages with him. And so you can see yourself. And then she was like, this is weird, but yeah, what's your info? I gave her my info because, you know. Why did you send her screenshots? Why did you give her your Facebook I did. account? I, I did give her screenshots oh. to start, but it was like a verification kind of thing. Mm. Like, so like she could know that yeah. I wasn't faking it. Because I'm a random dude That's messaging point, her, dude. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah, I gave her access to my account. And then like, yep. <laughs> then they ended up having an argument or whatever. And then the guy, my brother's friend started threatening me of course he did he's a like, sociopath he sent, yeah he sent me messages and stuff like he was gonna come over and whoop my ass and whatnot and i remember at the time i was hanging out with two of my two of my buddies and like i showed them the messages and they were just like oh yeah get his ass over yeah i was gonna say it. tell him to come over like, let's, let's do it let's, that dude deserves that yeah, so, fuck those people dude yeah people uh, capable of cheating that's like inhuman like i don't understand like we're past yeah. the point of being animals I, now we have the social contract. You either follow the social contract or go fuck yourself and live on like an island or something. It's that yeah. easy. Like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, it's it's just... That's just... Honestly, dude, that's a situation I haven't thought of before until you brought... Like, I haven't thought of it in a while. Until you brought up the hair salon thing mm -hmm. where it's like, oh, everybody knows, but they don't say anything. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I've been told somebody before. That was the <laughs> second time where everybody knew. There were a lot of parallels with my, like, second ex. Um, like, the pathological lying, the, like, you know, trying to get away with it forever, um, and the, like, just begging at the end with, like, like, she had the same look in her eyes. It was very strange, but, like, she looked, like, the way, like, the way she looked at me was the same look that I got from my second ex and it was the scariest moment i was like fuck why does this keep happening to me why does history have to keep repeating itself but yeah my second ex uh all of her friends knew and uh i was sitting at the dinner table at prom with those people that, that's awful including the guy that was doing it nobody says anything no and i will always say something and i suggest everybody out there say something because cheaters a they don't deserve the happiness that they're getting from the person they're with because they are not 
fully committed to the relationship. They've already killed the relationship. The whole mm -hmm. relationship is a lie as soon as you cheat. That's it. Completely agree. It's over. There's no coming back from that. Some people can. I can't do that. Because that is a level of trust. It's so easy not to fuck people. I do it every day. Don't have <laughs> sex with somebody unless they're your partner. And if you're not... It really is that it's easy. It's so easy. <laughs> it's so simple. I've done it my whole life. You can too. Me too, man. It's so easy. <laughs> if you decide you don't want a partner, leave the partner. Yeah. It's, it's so simple. But the thing is, is a lot of these people... They know that their partner is the best option, usually, especially in my case, because I was providing a house mm -hmm. and support emotionally whenever she was depressed. I was always there. Whenever she needed anybody, I was there. Whenever she needed anything, I was there. But, like, you ruined it. Like, it, you're, you're, you're waiting. It's, it's going to end. There's a doomsday clock as soon as you do it. You're wasting that person's time. There's only this much time that we're alive don't make them waste it with the person that doesn't deserve it. If they can't even provide the bare minimum of not fucking other people, they don't deserve to have a partner. Just stay single, Agreed. go on Tinder, do whatever you want. No one's going to care. But as soon as you start hurting people, yeah, then you're in the wrong. So if you're out there and you know someone's cheating, tell the yeah. other person. It doesn't matter what you think the consequences are. They're not going to be that bad. Everyone talks a big game. No one's actually going to beat you up. And if they try, that's called assault. And they go to jail for it. So it's like a double win. Mm -hmm. You get punched once. That sucks. But now you have evidence that you've been assaulted. You have a motive because they probably texted you violent messages because they're stupid. And they're not, you know, <laughs> premeditating this thing. They're not trying to figure it out. <laughs> To how to get away with it, you now have a person going to prison. Congratulations. You've won. Like, it's that easy. Yeah. Just the key in life is to be honest. It's that easy. It's so easy. So easy. Like, I, don't, I don't get it. I couldn't imagine knowing that, like, so, like one of my friends or whatever is being cheated on yeah. and not say anything. And the, or even, like, somebody that, as, I, as the story I told, like, somebody I didn't even know. Mm. But like I knew, like I knew the, the, the boyfriend, of course, but mm. still, it's just. And the reason that I have forgiven Belle is because she had everything to lose. She was living here. She was going to lose her house. She had nowhere else to go. She was going to lose her best friend. She was going to lose her job, probably. And she thought that I probably wasn't going to be her friend afterwards. Like, she thought she was just going to lose everything. And also, not only that, another reason why is because she was getting fucking terrible advice from so many different people telling her not to say anything. Because she yeah, wants to. Why? So she's asking people. She's trying to get the confirmation that what I am thinking of doing is the right thing. And she is consistently getting the opposite messages from all of her friends telling her not to do it, from her therapist telling her to not do it, that's weird. Like, what? <laughs> like that that's that's really weird. The fact that she did tell me even after everyone told her not to is a miracle, honestly. If everyone was telling you to not do something 
and it was only going to negatively affect you and you still do it anyway because you feel it's the right thing like i can't i can't fault you for it mm -hmm. those yeah. are my thoughts yeah. yeah just help you know if you know you gotta say something yes say something that's the moral of today's story don't if cheat there is a moral and then if there is somebody <laughs> that is cheating that you know uh rat them out <laughs> yes that's they don't deserve the secrecy no, they don't deserve anything they deserve no happiness no, no. unless they want obvious, to be a better person you know obvious caveats to everything we've uh -huh. talked about is like if you're in an agreement mm -hmm. beforehand that it's an open relationship yeah, well, that's not cheating then yeah exactly yeah but like I could see, I could totally see somebody typing in the comments. Mm. Well, what if it's an open relationship? Oh, that's not cheating. You know, there's exactly there's a social contract that has been made there. Mm-hmm. That's why our threesome was not cheating. Mm -hmm. Because it was a social contract that we stuck to. Because we have integrity. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> just wild. Damn man. It's just. <laughs> It's kind of it. It feel I feel so much better doing this. Like hey, I, I'm glad you feel better. I was feeling really nervous before doing this. I was feeling like sick to my stomach. I almost threw up before this. Um, I had to like like so many times before I. And the reason why it took so long. And the reason that you're doing it is because they were a part, like a huge, huge part of your channel. It was an entire so, podcast. Exactly. I had so to do it's... this. I didn't want to. I don't like my life being public. That's why I normally don't even have my name out there. I want to keep my private life and my online life completely separate. Mm -hmm. And the only like interaction I want to have is like podcasts with friends. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like I'll tell stories about things going on in my life, but I don't normally like to involves stuff like this because i don't want to i don't like drama i don't like causing drama i don't want to that's why i was saying don't do anything i want this to be over this is an explanation as to why a million views are missing from my channel why i mean my viewership after i got rid of those videos it dropped like five to six thousand a month because those were con that's content that people can watch over and over and over people can watch whenever because yep. it's timeless um, both the podcast and the Tales from Retail episodes that I took down. And the fact that I had to get rid of the entire podcast, like there was no saving it. Like it's it, the whole yeah. thing was created with Eric. It was mm -hmm. called Back to the Futon because it was on his goddamn futon. But now even like the memory of that futon is tainted for obvious reasons. Yeah. It's like not even like yeah. the name of the podcast could be saved because he even ruined that. <laughs> well, the fanciest podcast now. The fanciest podcast, which I somehow fanciest. got fanciest podcast <laughs> to handle on Twitter, which is awesome. <laughs> it fits. Hey, it's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. It does fit. It's a, it does fit because you're fancy vision. Yeah, I'm fancy vision. Fancy vision on Twitch. And Discord. <laughs> Oh right! Yeah, because... no wait. On Discord, you're Sir Fanta. Yeah, but that's the like name, but like the actual username. Oh, because I couldn't get Fanta oh, Vision. Fancy Someone vision? got Fanta Vision. I'm like, 
Oh, that sucks. Come on. Who else wants I got Cuddly Dragon. <laughs> I got my name. It's because you spelled it with a K. Though I'm still surprised you got it, honestly. <laughs> like, the number of, like, furries and scalies out there. You think all the dragon names would be gone. I know. You got it. The, they, sometimes I would also go by the name Cuddly, just K-U-D-D-L-Y. Mm. That name was taken. Mm. And I actually DM'd the person. Like, I sent them a friend request on Discord. Like, the person who got it. And you wouldn't believe this, dude. They they told me that they also go by Cuddly Dragon. I should mention. And have been for years. I should try to message Fantavision. And... And th listen to this, dude. I told them we. Were, so I just started talking to this person. It's like we're friends now. And <laughs> your name, neighbor. And, and, yeah. And I was like, oh, they were playing World of Warcraft. I was like, oh, you're playing. Wow, cool. I just started playing recently. And I was like, oh, but my name, uh, Cuddly Dragon, was taken on the realm I was playing on. And they were like, what realm? And I was like, oh, Moonguard. And they're like, and then they sent me a screenshot of their guy on Moonguard who's Cuddly Dragon. And I was like, God with damn a K. It. Yep. Oh my god. That's <laughs> wild. It is really funny. Fantavision on Twitter is taken by somebody that doesn't have any posts, doesn't have any followers, doesn't have anything. <laughs> they don't even have a profile picture. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, isn't Fantavision a game? It's a video game, but the person okay, that yeah. has the handle on Twitter is non-existent. They just have well, a dead maybe... account. It's just sitting there. Maybe it's the company who owns that game. <laughs> I don't think they. And they're can. working on a they're working on a remaster. They bro. they did actually just come out with a new one. Oh, did yeah, they came out with a new Fantavision for the PlayStation VR. Everybody told me as soon as it was announced, I'm like, everyone's gonna message me about this. I already know. That's funny. Yeah. Like, did you know that this is a game? And I'm like, mm -hmm. how come you don't stream that? I'm you waiting till I hit 100k. Come on, bro. Just With do all it. my momentum, I'm going to hit 100k tomorrow. And then I can stream it <laughs> 24 hours. <laughs> Dude, all, your, all this current momentum. Losing all those views doesn't mean nothing, bro. Mm -mm. You're about to hit 100k. No, I'm totally not losing subscribers every day. Stream. It's been like two months since I've posted a video. Hey, that's okay. Takes, breaks are good. Yeah, this is my, breaks are healthy. This is my first big break in a very long time. And you've still been streaming. So yeah, I've been doing that. You're not completely gone. That's true. Still have a connection with the community who chooses to show up there. So that's awesome. Yep. And that was the thing. Like, I knew after all this happened, the streams, I was just going to be flooded with questions. And like, again, mm -hmm. that's why I'm making this video. Because even up until like last week, I was still getting people. I think, no, even this, I think, uh, no, it was last week. Yeah, it was like last Thursday. Dude. People were asking. We were we were playing Left 4 Dead together, or Dead by Daylight. It was one of those games we were playing together. So I, I'm one of your mods, but I was like, I was playing with you, and I kept kept seeing questions. It's like, man, I really want to delete these, but I'm in game, and it's just like, I wish some other mods would do something. Yeah. And again, it was like it wasn't really like I don't know if it's appropriate if I'm deleting it in the first yeah, place. Yeah, it's it's, like, it's difficult. It's yeah. It's, and that's what sucks so much about the situation is like most people like they go through a breakup or some awful thing and then that's it mm -hmm. like they just have to like go through it they cut those people out of their lives and they're done no one like the people in their life are asking about it but there's like a limited amount yeah there isn't like an a never-ending amount of people that keep popping up going hey you know i'm i just joined discord just to ask do you know people joined the discord just to ask what happened yeah i saw that it was like 
I was like, what is happening? We haven't gotten like any new members in Discord. And then this all happens and people immediately make an account and go, what happened? I'm not, uh, I don't know if you realize, but I'm not a mod in your server anymore. <laughs> so... Well, did you leave or something? Yeah, because I, I made my new Cuddly Dragon oh, account. Oh, I need remember? to make a new account. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, so, but like after the, all this happened and you told me about it, I remember I was messaging uh, Latte, mm -hmm. Light Latte, <laughs> about it. And I was like, I was like, man, I kind of want to delete these messages, mm. but I'm not a moderator anymore. And then she was like, I, I'm not going to do anything because I'm not Emilium or whatever. Like, not oh, a dictator. I don't yeah. know what that meant. Yeah, so, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for another episode okay Maybe that person I was gonna, is... like but like yeah she said that to me and i was like okay but like i feel like we should you know do something yeah i mean it's it was a tricky situation because i knew i had to address it um and I... oh and okay so what it actually was was you so you had banned eric from your server but mm -hmm. you didn't ban jay yet yeah and so i was i was talking to light and i was just i was telling her i was like he's probably in that phase where he's in denial thinking like oh she really didn't do nothing wrong because like i was in that phase before when i got cheated on so it's like that's why she's still in the server and i was like I, you should boot her but then that's when she came back and was like i'm not amelium or whatever yeah, it's yeah, his yeah. server his call i so i i would have because i would i would have banned her immediately for you big dog the reason <laughs> i would have been really funny but at the same time i'm like she's not really gonna cause any trouble and if she really wants to torture herself and come and read this stuff like, I'm going to start telling people what happened. And she can't mm -hmm. defend herself. I have all of the evidence right here. If anybody ever doubts my story, I have it all in writing from both of them. Neither of them can deny any of this. Everything I've mm -hmm. said is in here still. I have never deleted any of their messages, and I never will. Because if anybody ever doubts me, I want to know that I have it, and I can prove no... The fact that they're still coming after me is kind of sad, and it just proves that this is the type of person they are. And here's yeah. them saying it, coming straight from them. In fact, the first time I was confronting Eric, I wanted to record it, but my fucking car kept, like, picking up the Bluetooth, and it kept showing on my screen that I was recording. I'm like, well, that's completely defeating the whole purpose. Yeah. But he was prepped anyway and lied, to, lied through his teeth, so it didn't matter. Anyway, um... Yeah. You want to cover anything else really quick before we end it? We're almost at two hours, and I got to eat. Um, make sure you guys come over to twitch.tv slash Dragon <laughs> and drop a follow. <laughs> Fucking plugging after that podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, if you come to that Twitch channel, you will not see me, but you will hear me. Yeah. I'm a PNG tuber. PNG I'm a scaly. Yep. Little dragon avatar, it's really cute. He's a scaly because he knows once he gets bigger, he can make body pillows. He can like, exactly really sexualize See, the fuck out of the character. Go see, full you 3D. Understand. Yeah, I know it. You start 2D, <laughs> you gain the money, you gain the following, you change to 3D. Exactly, exactly. that's the plan. That's when the real money the, comes in. Like the goal is to ultimately change to be a VTuber, mm -hmm. but I'm small right now, yeah. so we're a PNG tuber to start. You know, yeah, you, you you understand. I understand, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll have like big like dragon pectorals, and you'll have like big abs. You could see, and... you could like see each individual scale, mm -hmm. hyper detail. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you could have I like. Have been, uh, I... 
<laughs> I don't have anything else to ask. Okay. Add. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks for watching slash listening to the first episode of the fanciest podcast. I swear to God, they're not all going to be this dark and awful. Um, I fucking hope not because it means it happened again. Um, <laughs> we'll do we'll do a more lighthearted one next time. Yes, for sure. Just had to get this over. We just with. talk about we just talk about Halo like we did last time. Oh that yeah, never came out. And we talk. Uh, what else did we talk about then? Lots of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be <laughs> stuff to talk about. There's always stuff to talk about. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for watching. Have a fancy day. We need to come up with a better outro than that. That's awful. Have a have a fantastic day. No, that doesn't. This is fanciest. <laughs> this is the fanciest <laughs> podcast. It has to be something like fancy stuff. Have a dapper day. That sounds awful. That has to do with fancy dapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It's pretty terrible. That's funny though. Maybe terrible's good. Terrible is good. Would you wear a shirt that says "Have a dapper day"? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. It's settled. <laughs> Have a dapper day. Have a dapper day, everybody. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>